0: On to today's show. Hello, and welcome to the Bigger Than Us podcast. I'm your host, Raj Daniels, and today I'd like to welcome Chris Wedding to the show. Dr. Chris Wedding is a former environmental private equity investor, three-times entrepreneur, board member, Duke University and UNC Chapel Hill professor, professor, Creator of the Climate Torch podcast, author of the Zero newsletter, an occasional monk with 25 years of meditation practice, and founder of Entrepreneurs for Impact, which runs climate mastermind peer groups for climate change-focused CEOs and co-founders across the U.S. and Canada. Chris, how are you doing today?
1: Uh, Raj, I'm I'm great, man. As we you know record this, it's whatever it is, early mid December. Um, you know the the holiday kind of recharge recuperation period is around the corner. I'm trying to line up some either projects or books that are you know personal development oriented, but but certainly influence the business stuff I'm up to. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm pretty jazzed, man.
0: Oh, excellent. I'm glad to hear that, Chris. I'd like to start with axe throwing. What <laughs> led you to axe throwing,
1: <laughs> man? What what a great interviewer, Raj. What a great place to start to make sure folks don't don't uh, don't turn off. Yeah, axe throwing. So this is um, this is a, a an example of creative bio writing. Uh, so yes, in many of my bios, I, I reference axe throwing champion. It is true. There is sometimes an asterisk attached to that statement uh, because the uh, the source was a uh, uh, a business school competition. So I'm on faculty uh, at Duke University, at the Fuqua School of Business, and some other spots there. And as kind of a you know get to know you with with one of the um, large classes I co-teach on management consulting in uh, in kind of the energy and environment space, we went to this place uh, in downtown Durham. I think it's called Urban Axis, something like this. Some of your listeners have been to places like this. You know, you you, you get in there and there are these like chain link uh, fences, right? Kind of delineating different axe throwing competitions going on going on among. You know, friends and such, and kind of scary. They serve alcohol, right? So just let that settle in for a second. the The axes for your listeners to picture they're they're half length, so we're not chopping big logs with these guys. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, got in a got in a zone. First time throwing axes, uh, Raj, and uh, we had like a March Madness uh, style competition. And uh, I don't know, man, got in the flow. You know, figured out the method and just repeated. It was it was a good time.
0: It, it's funny you mentioned that. I was at our Greenville office back in August of this year, and one of our co-workers, Jake is his name, he's an axe-throwing champion also. And we were wrapping up the day, mm. and he mentioned, hey, I'm going axe-throwing. Does anyone want to come? And I thought to myself, what an opportunity. And so I went <laughs> axe-throwing with him for the first time. You mentioned, nice. you described it perfectly, chain-link fence, a lot of plywood, and a lot of alcohol. And I thought, this is a really interesting combination. But mm. uh, it was my first experience of axe throwing that night, too. So that's why I wanted to start there.
1: Well, I like it. I will say it was my first experience and also my last experience. Uh, that's maybe partly COVID related. I think it's also, um, uh, you know, like, you know, once once you, you're you at the top, Raj, you know, you just, you just don't want to be dethroned, you know? Uh, <laughs>
0: just retire on top, right? Totally. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Well, Chris, I want to switch gears here and... Move into entrepreneurs for impact. Can you explain what that is and your role at the organization?
1: Yeah, so uh, entrepreneurs for impact is probably my my main uh, you know business focus these days or impact focus. I mean, it's it started off uh, oh I don't know maybe four years ago, and really it was just kind of a side thing. I say on the on the side of um, you know impact investment banking through another LLC called Iron Oak Energy Capital. Uh, and on the side of, uh, you know, teaching quite a bit on the faculty at Duke and, and some at UNC's business school. Um, but, but really, it was executive education for, you know, U.S. military leaders or investors and management consultants on, you know, generally the, the business rationale for, you know, clean energy or, you know, green, green, tech, green tech, clean tech innovation. But it, it, it transitioned, that is Entrepreneurs for Impact, transitioned well i guess the middle of last year uh, where you know i'd been thinking maybe 18 to 24 months ago like how could i how could i have a a bigger impact be more useful be, be more helpful to uh, climate ceos and co-founders uh, building you know world-changing companies uh, at scale and you know impact investment banking was fine uh, but i'm not really you know like a pure salesperson or a transaction Oriented person, more you know relationships, and and I, I hope more more to bring to uh, to those uh, you know CEOs and co founders than just you know access to capital and such. So I, I'd learned about you know CEO peer groups um, from a couple of spots. One was um, you know Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi and and Crowd had had launched this kind of training program around masterminds. That was part of it. The other part was. Uh, I was invited to join the local chapter of Vistage here in, in uh, well, Chapel Hill, or really, you know, Raleigh-Durham area. And, uh, you know, I, I've got, you know, kind of executive entrepreneur friends that have been a part of Vistage groups for years and they they swear by the benefits. Uh, and, you know, when I went, certainly, you know, met some good folks and, and saw some good methods. I could imagine how it could be useful in, in my path, business path, personal path. But, I thought, you know, if I was going to commit uh, the time and and you know investment into a cohort like this over you know a year plus period, I would want to be surrounded by climate focused, uh, impact focused uh, uh, entrepreneurs, really across the country, not or, or world, not just in my metro. Um, you know, I'd, I'd want a little more diversity, whether that's you know age, gender, race, you know, solution set, etc. And uh, looked around and and didn't. I didn't see an option like that. I mean, I mean clearly, there are plenty of accelerators, thank goodness, for those. But what I was imagining was something for more scale up stage uh, uh, CEOs and co-founders. And uh, all I could see was the unreasonable group, which you know they do great stuff, uh, not entirely focused on uh, on climate, and you know a pretty a pretty small cohort relative to the to the, I don't know need or opportunity out there. So uh, you know, having started a couple of small things in the past, I said, "Well, look, let's just let's just start one." Anyway, rounding up a long answer to your question, Raj, what Entrepreneurs is today uh, is a, a climate mastermind peer group uh, platform. So we ha- we have two, soon to be three cohorts of uh, eleven or so uh, climate executives across the country and Canada. Uh, they are either you know post revenue or I say scale up stage. So, you know, usually 10 million plus uh, of outside capital uh, raised, often a multiple uh, of that. And and at its core, it's reminding these executives, look, look, you don't need to have all the answers. By the way, it's impossible for anyone to have all the answers. You don't need to be so lonely uh, at the top. Uh, and man, we, we've all, you know, stepped in it metaphorically uh, in one bucket of our either work or kind of personal path. And let's help you know our peers, soon to be our closest friends, to not right make those same mistakes that um, that we've made along the way. So let me let me stop there.
0: So, is it a framework slash milestone driven program?
1: You know, it's it's interesting you ask that. When when I was creating it, I, I spoke to other uh, mastermind, I guess founders, you know, catalyst or whatnot, and their advice was don't create too much, you know, kind of content curriculum, in a sense, homework. Uh, for these folks that really it's the, it's the magic of peer-to-peer sharing and a lighter touch is actually uh, better uh, because they're so uh, they're so busy. So yeah you know, on one hand, uh, Raj, it's 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 less structured from a curriculum point of view. So you know we have our our group monthly group meetings, we have our individual meetings, our kind of peer-to-peer uh, meetings, our annual kind of weekend style uh, retreats, our, our annual uh, uh, kind of half date workshops. That all said, th- there are some members who who I think would like to have something more structured. And look, you know, being a a uh I don't know, personal development, I don't know, aficionado, whatever the right word is, is here. I'm all about that. Happy to happy to accommodate. And if they wanted more, you know, kind of content, you know, easy enough to pull, you know, the I don't know, lessons learned or 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 insights from uh the work I've done at Duke and UNC. Into the program, so uh, I think along the lines of of the program layout in general, which I describe as, as modular, right? Kind of you fit it here, you fit it there. I know you're busy. I think what we'll also test out is, hey, some of you members uh, may prefer it to be just as it is, and and they they tend to want more of it, just like that. Um, but some may want to get a little more, you know, into a spreadsheet. Let's say to say, look, he, here we're uh, my goals for this quarter did I achieve them did I not why why not or you know we, we go through we started going through uh, this I'm just making up a name here this f7 uh, framework where I've just picked out seven words that uh, all happen to start with F and it's kind of a you know whole whole, whole person whole life check-in just a, a quick hey how would you score th- your, your your life your work on whatever. Uh, you know, family and and fitness and and friends and fun, etc. Faith, uh, some other things. So anyway, that that is that is an evolution, let's say, in the last uh, you know few months to uh, invite you know members to use that method, you know, as part of the the, the climate mastermind.
0: So it sounds reminiscent of a YPO program. Are you familiar with that?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think you know Vistage and YPO are probably the two you know biggest global names. I mean, probably if I had to guess, 50 or 60,000, you know, CEO members in these, you know, 10 to 12 member cohorts around the world, all metro based. Yeah, look, that that is a shorthand, uh, Raj, that, uh, you know, we are, we could be a version of Vistage or YPO, but only for uh, climate focused CEOs and co-founders across the country. Yeah, something like that.
0: And you mentioned it's unstructured, unstructured, which I appreciate. Is there an accountability piece to it?
1: Yeah. So, uh, certainly I, I can provide that through the one on ones I have, uh, with the members, uh, by phone, by by Slack pings, you know, weekly. The other is that, you know, for those members that opt in, we, we have accountability partners. So, you know, roughly on a quarterly basis, I will pair up members to do that kind of thing for each other, right? And part, partly to get to know each other better, uh, but partly to be like, you know, one extra person who is, you know, in a friendly, supportive way, saying, like, look, did you, did you do what you said you wanted to do? If not, uh, let's figure out you know how to how to get you there. And, and yes, this other portion I mentioned about going from less structure to offering a little more structure that that will also have a you know visual again like a, a shared you know spreadsheet version of here's my goal. You know, did I hit it? Did I not? And why? You know, why or why
0: not? Now, as you and I both know from experience these executives in specifically startups are very, very busy individuals. Mm. Why do you think they would commit the time to joining entrepreneurs for impact group?
1: Oh man, that is, that is such a great question and such a common conversation uh, that I have. Yeah, probably the, the, the number one reason that those who make it through the, you know, vetting process would decide not to join right now is bandwidth. And I, I, Again, have that frequent conversation to say, "Totally hear you." I promise you, every member uh, in the group, you know, thirty, you know, thir- thirty plus or minus today, a little more in Q <clears> one. <throat> every one of them feels the same way, right? Bandwidth constrained. How do I f- possibly find the time? So I, I offer up maybe two thoughts. One is that um, my my guess is that their commitment to uh, you know, investing in themselves and therefore their business's growth from the top. That you know, maybe it's one or two percent uh, of their time uh, per month, just kind of on a, on an assumed hourly basis. So that's that's kind of a rounding error. Um, I mean, every bit counts, but kind of a rounding error. the The other part is uh, maybe there's two more parts. One would be it's a little bit like um, uh, going to the doctor for uh, you know preventative care versus you know oh snap. You know, it's, I haven't gone to the doctor for X number of years and now some tiny problem is a big problem. Now what do I do? Not to be, not to be draconian but there's some, so there's, there's something about uh, that, that analogy, I think that works. And then maybe the last piece would be that, that, uh, you know, if a mastermind candidates say they're too busy, you know, it, it can mean, it could mean, right. That, that they needed, they need it even more, right. if if They're leading companies that are scale up, you know, clearly busy, but you know, the headcounts, the, 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 the team size for for folks in the cohort, you know, it probably ranges from, I don't know, 14, 15 to a couple hundred, but the median maybe is like 50, right? 30, 40, 50. If you have that kind of team, hopefully you are getting to a point or you, you need to get to a point where you're creating uh, systems, you're, you know, hiring the right folks to take things off your plate so that you you can have um, you know whatever one or two percent of your time to rise above the day to the day, to day the grind um, and think bigger or to invest in yourself again so that <clears throat> you can be a better a better coach to your team a better leader uh, uh, etc
0: now you've mentioned personal development a couple of times mm. I'm a big believer in personal development it's really helped me in my life but I've noticed that and so I've been advising companies in the Dallas area for about 15 years, and I noticed that there are times when I might help a person or an individual with a company through an issue, but if I mention the words personal development, they seem to <laughs> recoil at that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you experienced any similar circumstances?
1: Well, first, I mean, I love that you you offer that to other entrepreneurs uh, in your metro, Raj. Um, based on our prior conversations, I, I know they must they must benefit. I mean, I would say that. Oh, what would, what would I say? I mean, in part, as I look back on on my career, you know, um, certainly par- partly academic, but private equity, investment banking, et cetera, as Certainly, in the finance w- roles, uh, you know, here I was, this you know, long-haired environmental science dude who you know got a PhD in the right in the right area, green real estate at the time, to somehow end up, you know, at a at a private equity firm. But, you know, that was, I was pretty unusual. And I think I, uh, you know, maybe hid is too strong of a verb, but certainly didn't bring my full self to work. And, and part of that full self uh, is, you know, 25 plus years of meditation practice, underscore the word practice. Cause um, you know, just before our call, I was having my morning session and, and uh, oh man, plenty of distractions. But again, that's, that's uh, that's kind of to be expected. Anyway, I think w- what I've appreciated in the last you know few years, especially, is and maybe maybe COVID is has allowed maybe more of us to uh, to just you know put it all out there. It's like, look, love me or hate me, from an entrepreneur's point of view. There's no money in the middle, right? And so the the kinds of folks that would be a fit would find value from these climate masterminds. They're the ones who appreciate. They got shit to learn, right? Still, don't don't we all? Uh, and and they're humble enough to know that again, they don't have all the answers. They're giving enough to know these. They look. They need to receive plenty to get their ROI for from being a part of these peer groups, but also need to need to give. But 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 al- along uh, those 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 threads I just mentioned, uh, it's that you know whatever you want to call it, you know, personal growth or personal development or quasi, I mean, maybe even professional development which feels less less um, you know touchy feely maybe uh, or mindfulness or who knows uh, i think more more executives appreciate that uh, you know things can be crazy right and so how do you find that clarity uh, that uh, you know eye the center of the hurricane that uh, you know equanimity if we you know reach over into the buddhist kind of uh, train of thought there so that they are better leaders they are better Whatever, husbands, wives, uh, parents, friends, etc. So yeah, look, I think you're right uh, that that some folks would would hear personal development, personal growth, meditation, etc. And be like, you know, peace. I got I got like spreadsheets and like teams and operations to run, dude. Uh, I'm, I'm out of here. But increasingly, I think that's not true. Increasingly, folks like, oh, well, there there are other you know quote unquote successful uh, entrepreneurs, role models, mentors, or whatever else that that did have these. These deep um, uh, introspective or spiritual or uh, you know meditation mindfulness uh, practices, and, and guess what? They they got shit done, and and uh, you know call it what you will, but it it probably it probably worked. It probably helped contribute to their to their success. Again, success in in quotation marks. It it does and should mean many things beyond just uh, you know the the financial return for uh, you know for the business.
0: So. I was mentoring MBA students at a couple of different universities here. Extremely analytical individuals, mm. and one of the ways I would kind of Trojan horse the idea of personal development is I would ask them to pull a 10K because again they're very financially driven. Of you know pick their favorite tech companies, so Microsoft, uh, Google, et cetera, et cetera, and then I would ask them to find the R and D investment that uh, these companies make. I love and it. And then I would draw the parallel. I said, look, these companies make investments in R&D in good times and in bad times, Mm. because they know that only if they invest in R&D today, will they innovate tomorrow. Mm. And Mm. so I tell them, personal development, you can label it what you want. Maybe you label it personal R&D, whether it's seminars, books, you mentioned meditation, whatever that looks like to the individual, but allocate X amount of your budget 5 10 15 25 percent whatever you, you know, whatever your annual salary might be and just market as &; d instead of personal development if that makes you feel better
1: dude that is that is such a great reframing um, you know at, at, as you know uh, I write this newsletter uh, which is today it's called zero I, I may I may just drop that name and just put it under the the entrepreneurs for impact uh, branding who knows work in progress but the point is, uh, it's it's mostly a climate finance startups uh, newsletter, but I you know I sprinkle in topics like this. Uh, I would love to uh, to pick up this thread. Obviously, big shout out to you and the newsletter, Raj, to reframe it as a as a personal R and D. It's a great it's a great way to put it into business context.
0: Well, I appreciate it. Let's go back to the cohort for a moment. The CEOs executives that have been through the past couple of cohorts. What kind of feedback have you received from them? What have they walked away with?
1: Well, the, so the way the cohorts work, uh, you know, kind of like YPO style, they're they're ongoing. Uh, so our, our first one started last uh, last November, so uh, you know, pr- pr- pretty recent, really. I mean, I, c- I can say, you know, some of the benefits or some of the reactions. I know there's one uh, a CEO who, who said, "Man, Chris, I, I don't know how it's happened." But so far we've only been on Zoom with these with these peers for whatever you know five six months. But like I love these folks, man. Like h- how can you give us more time, you know, together to riff and and such, both on the business and personal front? So I think the 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 connection, like I mean, in a way, like finding a tribe, right? I mean, it's funny. I I uh, I often talk to other climate CEOs to ask, they well, look. Either if you've had a positive experience with us so far, or if you're otherwise committed and can't join, who else would you recommend? And I find that sometimes it's hard for uh, these CEOs to recommend too many other CEOs they know because they lack structures like this, right? To have a confidential, trusted place uh, to really share deeply. I think other practical examples, you know, we've got two or maybe three members in the midst of you know nine figure transactions uh, for their businesses and so to be able to to bring you know sample term sheets uh, or uh, you know sample membership uh, interest purchase agreements to either the group or to me for feedback has been a practical uh, a practical benefit you know it's 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 the obvious thing about about networks right this is the, these programs are great ways to expand uh, your business network so introductions to other you know strategic partners to to other investors you know again warm intros so that you, you hit, kind of hit the ground uh, running with with the, the assumption that things are more likely than not you know to lead somewhere versus uh, versus if it's cold the assumption is they they'll be less likely to to uh, to go anywhere uh, I think there are some some personal uh or like, like like health and wellness benefits as well that come out of it i mean it, that happens to be a big You know, part of uh, you know my life, uh, but for a lot of the members. So comparing notes on like you know what, which wearable, right? Whether it's the the Whoop band or the Oura ring or other devices to uh, track you know sleep and HRV and heart rate and other things. uh, Just comparing ways to to uh, uh, well, in in a way to maintain optimal energy levels, right? So that they can be uh, the uh, uh, the best leaders. I mean, those are a few, I think, ways, Raj. Uh, that, that members are finding, uh, you know, a, a pretty a pretty easy ROI in the first, you know, the first few months of the programs.
0: And you mentioned energy, and and I I align very closely with that. I, I tell my kids all the time that life is all about energy management, not time mm. management.
1: Mm, I love that. Yeah.
0: Now the crux of our conversation is the why behind what you do. You mentioned your prior experience in private equity, um, green real estate. your teaching at Duke. We talked about axe throwing in the you know the beginning. You know, now you're focused on this this mastermind, this podcast newsletter, this building of the tribe. What's your why? What's driving you?
1: Yeah, boy, what a great a great question that makes <laughs> I'm sure it makes most of your guests just kind of sit back in their chair uh, and re- reach for a glass of something. It's too early for that uh, on a on a Thursday, but um, well, I tell you, there's there's a quote that that uh, has always uh, stuck with me, which is something like uh, to those to whom much is much has been given, much is expected uh, in return. Uh, you know, that was me. I mean, I had a, a great, you know, immediate family, extended family, small town Kentucky, uh, you know, mid- middle-class upbringing, but certainly no worries about about finances. It was safe, you know, great education, uh, you know, 12 years of Catholic schooling, right? So, like, you know, I mean, health, uh, being born in the U.S., uh, being born in, in this in this kind of time, right? Uh, th- those are all, uh, you know, gifts, which I didn't, I don't know, earn or uh, I was going to say deserve, didn't earn. And so I feel, I think I've always felt a big responsibility to uh, to give back. And that, I mean, the, the easy version of that is, well, great. Well, what do we do about donations and such? And that's, that's good. But I'm more thinking about not the kind of stereotypical, you know, 10% uh, tithe kind of concept that I grew up with, but more like, what about the one hundred percent of your time? And so that—that's what's really, I mean, so um, well energizing, Raj. For me, when I when I finish when I finish work and 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 go back for dinner, you know, three kiddos, kind of in their you know teens, and and uh, one of them, thankfully, not quite not quite there yet. You know, as we talk about our days, man, I I just want to talk for like hours with them about. Um, about my day, right? All of the uh, inspiring, you know, climate CEOs, founders, investors, um, solutions that I work on or work with uh, all day long. Uh, I mean, look, like it's as you know, it's as you and Nexus know. It's it's great that the day job is something that that uh, you know, look, pays you, but also uh, allows for you to be working on one of the biggest, or some would say the biggest, right, challenge that. Uh, Humanity has ever faced. Uh, so yeah, man, I'm I'm pretty. I get a bit pretty pumped uh, to do
0: to do what I'm doing. Much alignment there. I, I walk mm. away from my quote unquote daily work mm. energized every single day. I had a conversation this past week about uh, weekends, and I said, "Look, I I like weekends. I love weekends. I enjoy spending time with the family, but I." Really look forward to Monday mornings and getting reengaged, mm. just because, like you said, you know, to be in parallel where you're helping people and helping the environment. I think I think that's um few and far between.
1: Yeah, I, I I would agree. When it when when Sunday rolls around, our three kids normally refer to the Sunday blues. You know, oh no, like school's tomorrow. And part of me is like, like you know, you all are are so privileged, right? That you you go to one of these great. Public school systems. How lucky you are, right? I mean, you know, they don't. I mean, they're they're growing up, but they don't they don't fully appreciate, right? Like that, their mother. I mean, my wife. Uh, you know, grew up in 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 Cape Verde, so this this island nation off the coast of Senegal. You know, I mean, she had lots of great things about her her growing up, but certainly, you know, a, a, an awesome, uh, well funded public school system was not one of them. In parallel to their to their reactions to going to learn, oh what a joy. Unfortunately they don't quite quite get that joy just yet to learn. Yeah, I'm like, man, I can't wait to wake up and uh get to change in the world. I mean that sounds a little maybe too uh too cheesy or cliche, but it's it's for real, man.
0: I agree. Now, this cohort you've been doing for a year, what's some of the um surprises or experiences or what have you learned in the past year after engaging with these cohorts?
1: Yeah that is that is the the um the wonderful side benefit is that uh you know it's it's while it's it's helpful or necessary to be you know maybe the the platform builder or the guide or the sherpa like you know these programs are not about me but the neat thing is uh that I'm you know I'm, I'm hand picking uh, great human beings the first filter uh who are building you know world changing companies in the climate solutions uh, space so it's a ton of fun, right? I mean, I, the, these these folks are becoming, you know, some some great friends, and I can only imagine as the months go on, some of my best friends, with the, the kind of depth that we have, both depth on business and depth on uh, on personal uh, as well. So I think they they challenge me, right, to question kind of how I can have more impact, or or how I can have help help them, you know, be more impactful, which is a frequent, you know, question I ask them all the time. How can this be more impactful, more, more fun, et cetera? I think the other is um, it, it's it's pretty common for a peer group like this, but maybe or probably many of your listeners to always be thinking like, hey, what what's the next hill? You know, I've got to climb, you know, and, you know, a, a frequent reminder, which I give them, which, by the way, I'm, I need to also give myself. It's like take your own medicine is, hey, look, you, like you, you all just, climbed this hill and that hill and that hill right new new customer uh, channel new you know series, fill in the blank uh, uh raised uh you know m- more you know whatever tons of uh, of greenhouse gases, ga- gas emissions avoided like take take the time to celebrate right and that that is um i think everyone agrees it's like oh yeah it's that's a good point we should take the time to celebrate uh i think partly the leaders are just so busy it's hard to it's hard or it's it's not I don't know whether normal is the right word to create these kind of mini celebrations along the path that that's a that's a recurring theme uh, for sure uh, i think I think balance is another one, which is to say like well, you know, should I be striving for daily work life balance so that feels kind of impossible, elusive uh and I think one one response is we say well w- what if what if you sought you know work life balance? Uh, on a different timescale, right? What if it were weekly or monthly or, or quarterly even to give you more, uh, you know, like more grace, right? More more flexibility uh, to find the balance uh, that you're after. Uh, I'll say one more here. The, the, the last one I'll mention is, is just how, how important team and talent is. I know that's cliche, but boy, oh boy, like aside from the fact that most members are raising, have recently raised or will raise more outside capital to grow more quickly, or to 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 buy uh, smaller companies to grow more quickly. It's uh, gosh, h- how do I find and retain uh, the best talent? Um, so we've you know we've had executive uh, search execs come in and talk to us about what they've learned. You know, growing companies like you know SpaceX or Oculus or others uh, from a few I don't know, a dozen to hundreds or thousands. So those are some some maybe not surprises, but so, some popular discussion topics. Uh, let's say
0: understood. Now you mentioned building a tribe let's fast forward twenty thirty what does the tribe of entrepreneurs for impact look like for you mm.
1: what a fun what a fun question well t- I'll tell you some possibilities that I've uh considered and I, I think I know where I'm leaning but we'll see what happens so you know here here we are the the climate mastermind uh, is working um I mean it, it As I hear in the world of you know creating uh, you know uh, CEO peer groups to go from you know zero to thirty in just over twelve months is fast, but that's that's largely because the time is now, right? This is this is the right time to be doing this, Uh, and luckily, not I mean no others that I can think of uh, are providing the same platform that we are, and so some some have said, well, gosh, why don't you find other chairs or group facilitators uh, that can work along. You know, with me, same same brand, same program, same structure, et cetera. And they have their own cohorts underneath them, and so you know we would have more impact, right? Uh, obviously, the revenue would be greater. And you know, so far, my reaction is is no, thank you. Like, uh, let's do let's do the opposite of what um, whatever at least Silicon Valley or many others would say of of just grow, grow, grow. It's more like the old fashioned you know small is fill in your adjective beautiful or something else. Where, hey, like, let's just settle in at thirty or thirty-five. You know, high-performing, great human beings building world-changing companies and climate, and let's just go super deep, right, for years together. I mean, the companies uh, now maybe the combined market cap is around five billion dollars. But really importantly, so like, I mean, one question is, well, how, how would that grow? The other is, how can their impacts grow? I mean, certainly they are, they are affecting budgets, infrastructure, et cetera. That's a multiple of five billion dollars even today. So that that's one. Uh, possibility, you know, to to grow or to keep it, you know, niche, you know, high touch that I've kind of wrestled with. The other is some folks have said, well, gosh, you know, you've got this private equity and banking background and and now working with with you know scale up startups. Well what about the pre-seed and seed stage startups? What if you raised, you know, whatever, $20, $30 million and and had a small fund and invested in early stage companies you had a portfolio of dozens And some will surely turn out very well to make the fund, right? Quote, unquote, make the fund. And that's, you know, that's appealing for sure. But then it's like, well, you know, if I were to go that route, well, that's, you know, locking into 10 or 12 years of commitment to the investors who would put up the capital. And not that I'm, uh, you know, wary of commitment, but, uh, you know, 12 years is a long time. And what would I need to drop in order to do uh, just that? So, you know, so far, that's that's probably a no. One more idea, Raj, that I'm noodling with is is creating a um, it's almost like uh, you know a, a climate startup you know uh, advisor in a box, if you will. So you know, take lessons learned from these uh, climate mastermind CEOs, take lessons learned from my work as an entrepreneur, as an investor, take you know content from uh, the teaching I do. Uh, at, at Duke, say in my climate tech startups and investors course, and this you know uh, climate investor database that we keep of 500 plus uh, investors in the space. Like, how, how could we package that and charge you know a nominal amount, relatively speaking, uh, and allow us us as in like you know the the um, entrepreneurial community to have more shots on goal, right? To allow more of these ideas to to get birthed. To uh, to to come to life, to scale, to avoid some of the potholes. Anyway, long answer. Those are three ideas I'm thinking about, and um, we'll see. I suppose uh, Raj. On one, on one hand, I think I put this in in my uh, newsletter uh, earlier this week. Was you know what what are things that we could do forever? I mean, obviously not literally forever, but I know so often we think about whether it's you know agile development like two week sprints, or whether it's you know we're in startup land and we gotta we gotta get to this milestone. So just forget about your work life balance let's just get there but you know what if we set up you know personal and business systems or or activities that we could do forever and to some degree i say well okay i think i think what i'm doing right now feels great feels high impact you know plenty of revenue to take care of the family and you know a few college degrees and for the kiddos and and give back or invest some in earlier startups so let's just let's just do that right for for the, for the future.
0: The infinite, infinite game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Something like that. We'll see. We'll see.
0: I like that. Now, my last question is usually around advice, but I want to be very specific here with you. You know, you have the mastermind, you have the podcast, you have the newsletter, you have the family, the extracurricular. Can you talk briefly to time management? How are you managing all these different initiatives? And, of course, as you mentioned earlier, managing fun, family, fitness, etc. cetera.
1: Mm, boy, th- th- this is... This is one of my favorite topics, Raj, so we could talk for days. We're not going to a <laughs> course, but we could. Man, I am I am obsessed, hopefully in a good way, uh, with efficiency and time management. Uh, I think your listeners have heard some of these things, right? Like if it's on the calendar, you know, pretty sacred. If it's not, it's probably, it's probably not going to get done. I mean, I, I think being being kind of ruthless with time management, that, see, that, that, um, is that an adjective? I think it's an adjective here. Anyway, that descriptor, Uh, Is is appropriate? Uh, I mean, look, I I don't work that much. I mean, I you know start work probably at eight thirty after some morning meditation and reflection. Uh, I probably stop at you know five twenty, very precise, but that's that's just in time for heading over to get ready for dinner. And I usually don't work at night or on the weekends. Now, sometimes you know got a big push or whatever else, Uh, or if I'm teaching a lot one semester and I got to keep all the fun things going with with the masterminds or the occasional uh, investment banking deal, you know, maybe Uh, I think, you know, apps like Calendly, you know, to auto schedule, uh, uh, you know, meetings has been really helpful, you know, uh, batching has been really helpful. So maybe, maybe you can relate, you know, for the first two weeks in December, for example, uh, I'm going to record, I think 16 podcasts so that I can, you know, drip them out uh, throughout the spring when I'm going to be extra busy. And in general, you know, things are less busy uh, right now. You know, it's it's batching certain kinds of meetings. It's also blocking off uh, most mornings before 11 o'clock for no phone calls, no meetings, uh, just deeper work, as they may say, kind of a la, you know, Cal Newport's uh, book. Super important topic uh, and uh, lot, lots of threads to pull on.
0: Well, Chris, I sincerely appreciate your time today. I look forward to seeing what you do with Entrepreneurs for Impact and Catching up with you again soon.
1: Well, Raj, likewise, and I just want to say, you know, to you and to Nexus. I mean, the 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 work you will have done to create so many great uh, podcasts, as you have, really kind of pretty early, uh, you know, in this with such you know frequency and predictability, and and uh, anyway, it's it's a uh, you know it's, it's a gift, right? It's a gift out there to those wanting to get um, a sneak preview uh, into into how to grow. You know, impact companies. So anyway, kudos to you and and Nexus. Keep it up, man.
0: Thank you, Chris. I appreciate you. Peace. Thank you for listening. If you like our show, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. And you can show your support by sharing our show with a friend or reach out to us on social media where you'll find us under our Nexus PMG handle. If there's a subject or topic you'd like to hear about, send me an email, btu at nexuspmg.com or contact me via our website nexuspmg.com and while you're there you can sign up for our monthly newsletter where we share what we're reading and thinking about in the clean tech green tech sectors bigger than us is a nexus pmg production